Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold Coaching Podcast. My name is Nicole DeVincentis, aka Frigachick911. It's awesome to have you here with us today. Today is Friday, it is the 21st of May. The year is 2021. <sighs> Can we just like sit down for a second and chill the F out for just one second? We've got some iron versus iron coaching for you. But let's just take a quick look back over the past 12 months and let's just, who we, can we admit this last year has been something else, (laughs) something else, which is what is actually spawning this particular coaching podcast and this podcast unequivocally is one It's one of my most favorite topics to coach on, but I promise you it is, it's almost this dual edge sword, which is why this is under iron versus iron coaching, that this topic is one of the most empowering. It's one of the strongest catalysts for like, I'm talking massive radical change but at the same time also causes the most dissent amongst people when I coach on it, okay? So if this is the first time that you have joined us, thank you, welcome to our (laughs) house of crazy here sometimes, I feel, but um, it's controlled chaos. And the purpose of all of these podcasts, these coaching podcasts that we do, is to really, they're not motivational, what they are designed to do, not tell you what to do, but to light the fire underneath yourself so that you become your own agent for change. And you do so in a very swift and very direct fashion. I call it (laughs) narrowing the window of time between what we call idea inception and execution, meaning there's something that you want to do. It's a new goal. It's a new mission. It's a new venture, something for yourself. And this could be personally or professionally. It could be giant. It could be minuscule. This could be long-term, short-term, whatever this resonates with you. The idea pops into your head that this is something, you know, obviously that is moral, it's ethical, you know, and a lot of our coaching podcasts are driven through the lens of, of purpose and contribution towards others. Like that's really the angle from which all of these come. Um, but it's narrowing that window of time between, okay, this is what I want to do. And okay, now I'm actually in action doing what needs to be done in order to get to, you know, that destination or have this particular result or outcome. Okay. Does that make sense? You're going to be using your mind a lot on these coaching podcasts. Um, I think it's cool as hell, but, um, if I can give you a couple of words of advice is that when you are starting to really face the beast and a lot of it is just you're not only becoming aware of your own bullshit, but your willingness to consider other points of view, um, you know, to try something on different for yourself that you may have never tried before, different vantage point. Um, you are actually in the motion of, of 
you know, maybe everyone says it's one version of yourself versus another. However, this plays out for you. Do not minimize the amount of energy expenditure that comes about from changing mindset, which is a lot of the work that we do over here. So a couple of nutrition points. Everybody knows I think I started out as a nutrition coach. And so I use that and leverage the power of nutrition in almost every single element of coaching that I do. Make sure that while we're going along on this journey that you know you are taking care of your physical needs. Make sure that you are getting enough water. Make sure that you are getting rest. Make sure that you are nourishing yourself with healthy foods. I do not um, recommend like massive calorie restriction or I always say like when you're moving through, you know, these different challenges of yourself, you're improving your life, that when you start eating better, you start feeling better. When you feel better, you do better, you get better results and it becomes like this awesome like cyclone of, of like phenomenal living. So they're like, you handle you. My job with this particular podcast, this one is the power of choice. And let's just kind of like <laughs> sift through some of the bullshit. Um, iron versus iron coaching. Gosh, I'm, am I making sense this morning? This is the first podcast that I've actually done in a very long time. Just like you, 2020 was something else and literally I've been in full-blown work mode to move my financial sector up and um, I did that and my physical health I kept it rocking for a while it took a beating over the past 12 months so I am doing what I tell you to do and I right now um, just came off of a little rest and reset period of physical training. Um, I have done some work to minimize some of the extraneous, I call it the extraneous bullshit, but some of the peripheral riffraff, um, I had to minimize that so that I could actually increase my level of physical training because that's actually how I am in peak state to actually produce quality content for you and remain a very, very high level coach. Um, for you. So whew, let's get all that off the plate. All right, now let's do something here. Let's dive into iron versus iron coaching. And again, today we're talking about the power of choice. And if you are ready to like have your mind completely blown, or maybe you just are here because you have become a little salty, uh, you know, God instructed us to be the salt but he didn't instruct us, instruct us to be salty. So a lot of people, you know, dip back into our coaching programs after having coached with us for a long time because the world is just extra right now and you need to have some of that salt scraped off of you. So whatever brings you onto this podcast today, whether you have been coaching with us for a long time, this is your new entry point. Like you are hundred percent welcome here. Know that this is a growth oriented environment. Know that we, we support the premise that you become a leader of yourself first because we also believe that there is a higher calling on your life than just, you know, what's immediately in front of you. 
Uh, I tend to coach individuals who are others centric and what can happen, and this is like tying in why we're talking about the power of choice today, is that when you are a very other centric individual, me, I actually came from a nursing background, very others centric um, profession, clearly. I coached a lot with the fire service. Um, for years and years and years is very others centric and I'm expanding that network you know because I I firmly believe that God gave me gifts just as he gave you gifts because you have a higher purpose on the earth and everything that you go through you gain wisdom you gain experience and you gain I think discipline and perseverance and grit And whatever season you're in right now, this is actually the training period for what is next, you know, next level. It's, you know, the next mission. It's when God pulls back the curtain on what he has in store for you next. So everything that you do, everything that you have gone through, you bring with you all of those awesome pearls of wisdom and, you know, places where... (laughs) man, you really messed up over there. I know that I have and things that you're just like, I can't believe, how am I still alive after doing that? Like that's part of life, you know? And so today we're talking about the power of choice. And again, this is one of those topics where when you're at a transition point, particularly, let's say you are current topics right now. What are we doing? We right now, just to like timestamp this, this is a whole, you know, kind of like rollout of the COVID vaccine. So what's the choice that people are making to take it or to not take it, to wear a mask or not wear a mask? Even after people get vaccine, the question is, well, am I going to still wear a mask? Am I not going to be wearing a mask? You know, so there's that. Then there's the Am I choosing to send, you know, my kids back to school? Am I choosing to go back to the office after we've been, you know, working remotely? Like, do I want to be on the train with all these other people? And let's, I mean, just like think about a lot of the choices that people are discussing, people are taking action on. Am I going to travel? Am I not going to travel? Am I going to go on a plane? Do I not want to go on a plane? Like all of these different things in life, I feel When you relinquish your command, when you relinquish, and again, this may totally blow your mind, your power of choice, when you move yourself from the driver's seat into the back seat and hand over your control on whatever it is that you can control to other people, it starts to become a habit. And... Again, this is a this is a podcast for individuals who are very, very, very goal oriented. And I'm not here to judge on what decisions you have made. Like you are the commander of your life. If you believe in God, then you know that he has his hand on you. If you don't believe that, then I don't know, maybe you can believe, you know, that there is something higher out there and live as though there is. I don't know. But For you, one of the most important things to remember, here is the iron versus iron coaching when it comes to the power of choice. Whatever it is that you're trying to decide, whatever transition you're trying to improve, you're trying to make better, whatever this is, personally or professionally, 
Here, here's the guiding principle. You are always in the driver's seat. That's like my critical coaching concept right there. You're always in the driver's seat. And what that actually means is <laughs> you always have a choice. Now, before you get all up in arms and you start linking, well, this is dependent on this and this is dependent on that and this is dependent, I just, just kind of like shut this shit off for just one second, okay? Pretend like in your mind, this is what's gonna help. When you start to feel like your mind is racing and you know maybe you're spinning your wheels, you're not making any progress, you're staying stuck, you're afraid to make the move and you just find like you're driving yourself nearly batshit crazy, you have to have control over the mental, okay? The body follows the mind. So if the mind is spinning, 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 and it's on overwhelm, you're not going to go anywhere. Your body is not going to go anywhere. Action actually cures what is essentially fear. But if you're of the vantage point that I don't have a choice, what essentially is happening is you're moving yourself from the driver's seat. Picture this is like a car. You're moving yourself from the driver's seat, maybe not even into the back seat. When you allow yourself to not take the chance, not make the move, not choose powerfully, you're actually putting yourself, in my mind, like the analogy is, rear-facing in the wood-paneled station wagon where you can't even see where the F you're going. Somebody else is totally driving. I don't know if anybody today had ever been in that kind of a station wagon. I mean, in those days, we didn't even freaking wear seatbelts. So you're back there bouncing around like a fool. And all you can do is stick your tongue out at the drivers who are behind you in traffic because you're facing them. Right? Do you remember that? Like, that was all that you could do. Like, you literally... <laughs> <laughs> you literally have relinquished, relinquished all of your power. Now, when it comes to the power of choice, here's the most important thing, okay? This is going to be a distinction for you, okay? And again, like in your mind, you need to hush the, the racing noise and the buzzing and just position yourself so that you are practicing active listening, which means you're listening to understand and not to respond, I know this podcast, like there is so much mental finesse and mental command that we train you to do, which takes time. It takes practice and <laughs> it, through repeated exposure, it will become second nature for you. This is before I dive into this, I have a feeling this is what we're going to need to do wherever you are. Um, if you're driving, please, you know, drive with due regard here. But for everybody else, if you're standing, if you're sitting, what I'm going to ask you to do is actually sit or stand up tall, okay? Like, practice better posture. <laughs> Pretend like you have a string which is connected to the top of your sternum, the top of your breastbone, and exactly like lifting you up a little bit higher, okay? So what that's going to do, it's going to lengthen your spine, but it's also going to allow your lungs more space okay because the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to take a couple of nice deep breaths here to minimize some of that phrenic energy and what we're actually going to be doing is physiologically changing your state which is going to put you into your own personal peak state for knowledge acquisition critical thinking clarity of thought <laughs> okay and 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 bring you into a more centered place 
by by changing which end of the nervous system we're actually using. Oh my God, I know. All right, so I come from this like geeky nursing world where I am 100% like a physiologic juggernaut and I will, (laughs) every time I coach, I will always bring in the nervous system because it freaking rocks. Okay, so let's do this. You're up nice and tall. Let's take a nice deep breath in. Inhale through your nose. Nobody's watching you. Just do it. (laughs) All right, now exhale. All right, good. Inhale one more time. And exhale. Inhale again. And exhale. All right, one more time. Inhale. Okay, apparently I needed that too. <laughs> I don't know if it was too much coffee this morning or just really excited to get back on uh, podcasting and coaching again. I absolutely love it. Anyway, let's talk specifically to you about the power of choice. What I'm going to challenge you to do, or actually invite you to do, all right, let's start organizing our brain here because we're talking about you, we're talking about your life personally and professionally. Right now, this is the 21st of May. This is 2021, okay? And I'm coaching on this with a high degree of intentionality right now because it's almost June, which means nearly half of 2021 is over, right? You know how fast time goes. Once we're in May, we're basically in June, and then once June is over, then it's then the summer, July, August, and then we're in the fall, and then it's Halloween, and then it's Christmas, and then bam, we're in 2022. Like, time doesn't wait for anybody. And when we hit the midpoint of the year, I find it wildly beneficial for every single person to do a six-month check-in. Me, myself, when it comes to setting goals, I do not do New Year's resolutions. And I actually don't, for myself, I don't even use January as a starting point for myself. My birthday is in June. And so for me, it only makes sense (laughs) that I would start making goals based on when I entered the world. (laughs) Not when I took life, but when I entered the world, which is in June. So, you know, this, this is how I think. All right. So I'm looking at June. I'm looking at, you know, What do I want to accomplish for the rest of the year? What did the last six months entail? What did the last 12 months entail? Where do I want to be six months from now? You know, I do this whole thing, which I call triaging your position. And what that actually means, triage comes from the emergency world, which is where I came from before. And it's a very unemotional method and rapid fire method to take a look at the facts at hand. And... This can apply to anything, your relationships, your financial status, your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual relationships, anything like that, personally or professionally, to see where you are now, what progress you've made maybe in the last six or 12 months, where you want to be 12 months from now, five years from now, 
and be very objective and unemotional about that. Okay, this dovetails into that sort of a coaching. That coaching program will be starting in June. That's going to be a four session. It's going to run over the course of four weeks. It's going to be a four session coaching program, which we will be kicking off. I believe I'll double check the dates. I believe it's the 20th of June, which is Father's Day. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'll get back to you on those dates. Um, But the point of the matter is this. We are at the time to triage your position, but in anticipation of that, one of the most powerful things that you can start, okay, as the precursor, as the the step into this, you know, the, the change that you're looking to create in your life is understanding the power of choice and how much control you actually have. Now, here's what the coaching actually looks like. Like I said this before we took these breaths, and that is this. You're always in the driver's seat. That's the critical coaching concept. But what this actually means is you always have a choice. Now, in your mind, when I say that, I know that from past experiences, especially coaching in the fire service, I would say that to the guys and they would like erupt into this like, I don't have a choice. All right, here's what we need to do. Imagine inside of your brain, there is like a long hallway. Okay, and in the hallway, there's a bunch of doors. Okay, anything that causes your brain to like erupt into like this, ah! okay, take that little concept and tuck it neatly behind one of the doors in the hallway and shut the door. Okay, because what is going to be wildly helpful to you, but also imperative, is for you to silence that chatter and that eruption of noise and reactivity that happens when we're undergoing any period of change. Okay, now I'm not saying ignore it, like we're going to be able to go back and open those doors at any given time and see what's behind there, (laughs) what's behind door number one. But in the meantime, in order to be able to have awesome, active listening, where you are positioning yourself to listen, to gain understanding, rather than to react or respond, okay? Active listening, one of the things that you can do now to absorb this coaching concept, we actually just did one of those things, that's the power of your breath, okay? It switches you from the fast forward uh, fight or flight aspect of your nervous system, which actually shuts down peripheral vision, clarity of thought, verbal articulation, um, and it forces you just to be like robot person, fast forward, sometimes even very, very reactive to a situation. But by channeling the power of your breath, it actually shuts off the adrenaline production and it um, encourages the promotion of different hormones, which slow you down on purpose in a very, very good way. It decreases the stress response on your body. It reopens those channels of active listening, of clarity of thought, of verbal articulation and peripheral vision, which is what you really need in order to be able to foster the, the level of change that you're looking on making in your life. Okay, now when it comes to the power of choice, and I say you're always in the driver's seat, you always have a choice. Here's a distinction. Okay, the distinction is this you may not like the consequences of a particular choice, 
or perceived or you're worried about whatever the consequences could potentially be, like anything that has to do with consequences, maybe you don't like those consequences, but it doesn't detract from the fact that you still have a choice. Don't confuse the power of choice with priorities. Okay, because I know when I've coached on different things in the past, and this generally tends to be like what you do for a living. Like, let's just look at the work in the financial sector. This is one of the biggest pain points that people have. You can choose not to go to work. There will be consequences. Okay, you have responsibilities and priorities that, and standards that you have for yourself to be a provider or to handle your responsibilities, but that doesn't mean you do not have a choice. You still have the choice. You may not like the consequences of not going to work. You don't have food to put on the table. You get fired from your job. Your wife or your husband leaves you. you know, your kids have to you know, go live with somebody else. There's all that stuff, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you actually have the choice. Okay, so when I coach on that, that's the vantage point. Okay, this is higher level vantage point coaching is that many times when you start to go on the spirals and you start thinking about something that you want to do. And this doesn't even have to be life changing. I mean, this could literally just be like, you know what, I want to start eating a little bit healthier, something small like that. You know, and all of a sudden you're like, well, if I do that, then how am I going to handle family parties? And then what am I going to do about this? And then this feeds in this, and then this feeds in this, and then this feeds. And then by the time you're done, you have overthought and overspun the wheels in your head so bad that you're flipping exhausted. And then you wind up stuffing your face in a bowl of goldfish crackers or, you know, chocolate cake, or you drink a half a bottle of, you know, whatever alcohol is of your liking because you're just like fuck I can't do this shit anymore like that's what happens and it's comical in a way but I promise you you're not the only person that that happens to but after a while you have to realize like continuing down that path is almost worse okay so if you're looking and honestly like okay I'm here where I'm at at this transition point it's actually painful for me. Like you can laugh all you want, but this is actually a transition point. I want better for myself or my, my family. You know, maybe this is something that's very serious. Maybe you are at a career transition point. I have been there. Okay. I share with you openly and freely. I came from a nursing background, a medical, you know, uh, industry background and I I tell you I donated the whole front half of my life here up to this point into becoming the best provider it wasn't just capped on being a registered nurse it was actually to become the best provider regardless of licensure and the reason I gave it that lofty and that what sounds to be a very general goal was that the professional position I was looking to attain was that of a flight nurse for one particular flight company, which was Loyola Lifestar, and is based out of Chicago, and uh, Chicago land area, the suburbs of Chicago, through Loyola Medical Center, and 
was at the time really like the premier flight company and did all kinds of just crazy transports in the helicopter and then sometimes in the back of an ambulance if um, you know the weather didn't permit us to fly or a hospital that we went to didn't have a landing pad and we just you know were able to provide our services in the back of a of a private ambulance and you know we set up like a mini ICU all the time to go and take care of any person no matter how old they were no matter what was wrong with them how many things were wrong with them whether this was emergency medical trauma this was high risk obstetrics, this was newborn babies, this is premature babies, this was burn patients, this was, I mean, or a combination. This is somebody who was running from <laughs> the cops after almost getting busted on a drug deal um, and had a heart attack because they were snorting coke while they were driving down the street and they crashed their car into you know an embankment and wound up with an I-beam impaled in their chest and then the car exploded and was on fire. So they had all of these problems and we would be there to actually, you know, help get them out. We were, you know, working with our pre-hospital providers and, uh, you know, put them in the back of whatever vehicle we were using at that time and improving their station, not just to survive, but to be able to recover from said injury or illness and then come back and lead a very healthy and vital life like that was the goal but in order to be in that position i had to train myself to become the best and so as i was going along when i first started out you know as a nurse it was very 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 clear to my manager at the time that i was not going to be there for a long time and i think i was there for about a month when she took me in her office and i was like scared you know anytime the manager calls you into an office you're like oh shit i'm getting fired what did i do so as i'm trying to like control myself make sure i don't like shit my pants or something she presented me with this journal from the american um no, the Emergency Nurses Association, the ENA. And she said, Nicole, every nurse should belong to a professional association, and this one is yours. I didn't know what this was. I looked at it, I was like, okay. And that was kind of that. But she saw within me something that I had in the back of my mind that had not yet come to the surface because I was still so new in my nursing profession that she knew straight away that I was going to be hustling on out of there and I was going to be moving to a higher station in life. She saw that. like, And that's the benefit of coaches and mentors. Like A lot of times they're going to see potential in you before you can even like put it into words for yourself and they will give you the tools and help you get to where you actually need to be before you're even mature enough to even realize that you're going there. But ultimately, there's going to become a fork in the road where you make the decision on whether or not you choose to move in that avenue. That's the power of choice. So as I was going along even that early on, I started to become very inspired by different nurses. At the time, the emergency uh, program was called ER. I loved like the adrenaline of that. I had actually met a retired flight nurse, and um, I guess you could say like the rest is history, and I, I set my mind on achieving that goal. But along the way, what I actually came to learn was a lot about human condition and a lot about you know fighting personality and 
in a good way, like fighting for life and, you know, fighting for your family. I mean, all of those things that you learn as you go along the way, you pull with you those pearls of wisdom. And I also learned on how to command yourself um, to the best of your ability with clarity and a lot of strength and fortitude towards a particular goal, especially under high pressure situations. And I didn't know at the time that that was training me to work in a very, very new capacity and um, has definitely fueled some of my past experiences as a public speaker and then ultimately as a coach and, you know, obviously in sales and, you know, a business builder and, and everything else. So what I'm saying to you is this. When it comes to choosing your path, you will have responsibilities, okay? You have responsibilities to pay rent, to pay a mortgage, to put food on the table, to keep the lights on, your cell phone, your family, however this translates out for you. But in everything that you do to make powerful change, you have to first, I think, foremost, be very clear on where it is that you're going, okay? That usually cannot happen unless you take a little bit of time to be very clear on your goals and triage your position as to where you are now, what progress you have made up to this point, and then where you want to go in the future, okay? The second aspect of that is you have to remember that you are 100% in the driver's seat at all times. That whenever you use the word because, 99% of the time, anything that stems after that word because is merely an excuse. It's a lie. And so what I invite you to do is take your power back, okay? When it comes to the power of choice, and trust me, I left a career after 20 dedicated, like solidly network forming (laughs) years. Okay, I was one of the most highly recruited nurses, not just for skill, but for leadership ability into environments which were completely out of control, high acuity, high volume because of my leadership skills. The clinical skills were obviously there, but it was because of leadership skills. Okay, I left that and literally started completely new. Okay, so I know what it's like when you're at a transition point and maybe your transition is not going to be as drastic as mine was, but a transition point is still serious to you. You're always in the driver's seat means you can decide, do you want to push the accelerator or do you want to push the brake? (laughs) Do you want to take a day off or do you want to like push through the shit? Like, it's always up to you. Do you want to clean up your diet or do you want to continue to do what you're doing? Do you want to pretend like people aren't important to you or do you want to invest in relationships? Or maybe the relationships that you have are literally dragging you down and you need to have a new support staff. You need to establish a new circle, an inner circle for yourself. Whatever this looks like for you, nobody is going to hand over the reins and say, okay, now is the time you 
can go ahead and do this. No one's going to do that for you. This is something that you have to move yourself into the viewpoint and the vantage point that this is actually another acquisition. This is something that you go out and you actually take. You take the time. You make the time. You make the decision. You make it happen. It's an action. It's a verb. And you moving from the back seat to the front seat is just as much of an action step as the physical step. The body follows the mind. So whatever it is that you're training the mind to do, like if it's meant to be, it's up to me. You know, I believe that God firmly plays into this. This is not, you know, in exclusion of him, but you are given your gifts for a particular reason. You will never be gifted in an area that I don't, you don't have interest in or that you don't have capabilities of or that God does not intend for you to continue to move in. It just, I just, I have never seen that before. And I honestly, in my heart of hearts, do not believe that you will be gifted in an area or not gifted in an area where he wants you to go. Does that make sense? So if this is resonating with you, like all of a sudden, like, let's just take a look back. Like, where have you been relinquishing your power? Where have you been giving excuses as to not step back into your power and make those powerful choices where you have been led by other people? Okay. And even put it into the context of today's current climate. You know, when it comes to everything that's gone on with COVID, you know, where have you either been smashed down in complete fear? Where have you stood up for yourself? You know, how much control or power have you relinquished on that end? And I'm not saying, you know, to act in any sort of radical, anarchist, flippant, irresponsible fashion. That's not what I'm saying at all. But now as things are beginning to open up, you know, as they say, open up, you know, perhaps that sheltered portion of yourself has now become part of your daily routine okay 2020 is behind us whatever happened in 2020 we can't go back and change it but you have complete command over the trajectory of the remainder of this year the next five years for yourself and for your family it's when you are in the habit of not making those powerful choices anymore or at all, you've never done that before. Perhaps you've never been in the position to actually do that before. But now like, ta-da, here you are. And all of a sudden, like you're ready to be doing that. Okay. Whatever this looks like for you, you have to remember like from this point forward, like you are always in the driver's seat. That means you always have a choice to do or not to do. That is the question. <laughs> okay, now here's how we're going to wrap this up. A couple take home points here. The first is this. Number one, you become the average. You probably heard this before. You become the average of the five people with whom you spend the most time. So take a look at your circle. And I'm not saying that these are bad people. These could be some of the most well-intentioned, most loving people, feel good people that you have around you. But of those people, who are the drivers? 
right? Like you're kind of like, and, and maybe if you, <laughs> this happened to me before, when I first started out in business, I did not have people around me. The only people that I had around me were the people whom I was following like on YouTube. So whether those people are going to lift you or whether those people are going to keep you stuck doing the same kind of shit over and over and over and over again, whatever that is for you, like that counts also. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with the growers and the drivers? Are you surrounding yourself with the people who have not made a move in 20 years? It's not good or bad. We're talking about you though. If you're on this podcast, you're on this podcast because you are a grower and growth is the expectation, but you're not going to be growing by leaps and bounds or taking the fork in a transition point when you only have to the left and right of you individuals who have never made that transition before. Does that make sense? All right. So be very, very diligent and very intentional about the five people with whom you spend the most time. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be leaving those people behind. What you're actually doing is you're leading those people. Okay. Because people will follow what you do, not what you say. So when you have carved a new path, and I'm not saying that it's not scary. I'm not saying you're not going to fall down, scrape your knees, knock out a few teeth. <laughs> You'll be looking real pretty then. <laughs> you're putting your training wheels on, trying to get your Bambi legs underneath you as you are carving out a new path. You know, you're going to inspire a lot more people to make certain changes in their lives. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's, I mean, somebody has to be the leader here, right? So you become the, the average of the five people with whom you spend the most time with. That's going to be one take home point for you to be considering about. Okay. The next thing when it comes to the power of choice is this. All right. Earmuffs if you have sensitive ears, but this is iron versus iron coaching. So let's just throw it on the table here. And that's this. You have to remember who the fuck you are. Okay, I guarantee you that whatever transition point you are faced with right now, somewhere along the course of your life, you have probably navigated through muddy, mucky, shitty ass waters and here you are, you are still standing. You probably have a bunch of battle scars on you, whether this was emotional beatdown, physical beatdown, financial beatdown, or whatever, you have bounced back stronger and more resilient and guess what? You're a tough ass motherfucker. Okay. And I say that with clarity and yes, I'm sure that God is up there. My guardian angel is up there just like, Nicole, could you do something about that? Sometimes I can, but sometimes this is how we have the greatest breakthroughs is that when I can speak a language with you, that's going to resonate and wake you up. I've used it with a lot of my close friends and my professional clients. Like, okay, snap out of it, homeboy, homegirl. Like, remember who the fuck you are, okay? If you have done it in the past, you can do it again. It's just that you probably now are anticipating some of the pain that may come about from you making whatever transition it is that you're gonna be making. But again, you have survived harder things than this. So when it comes to that, like just, you know, kind of like fuck your excuses because it doesn't hold up because, well, you're just like a big, you're a big badass. I mean, let's face it, the hell, (laughs) The last thing is this, okay? And this may be for those of you who are on this podcast right now, because 
you are coming out of a season of beatdown. Okay? 2020 kicked everyone's ass for any number of reasons. It was physically hard. It was emotionally hard. It was mentally hard. It was spiritually hard. It was hard. And maybe you had financial setback. Maybe you had physical setback. Maybe whatever. Or maybe you were on the opposite side where your business boomed, but you are exhausted because you kicked ass last year and it was wonderful financially, but now your physical health you know, whatever, you're kind of like scraping along, you know, the rocks on the side of the road before you just pop back up again. You know, I am a firm believer in if something tries to knock me down, (laughs) guess what, motherfucker, I am not going to stay down there, okay? When it comes to channeling or changing something that you need to do to come back bigger, better, stronger, wiser, When you're down there, just pause for a second, okay? Answers will always come to you when you're quiet. If you just continue to drive and push, what happens is that you're not able to see your situation from a higher vantage point with clarity any longer because now you're just pissed off and you're just coming back and coming back and coming back. I believe that sort of a training is wildly important to train your grit and your perseverance and confidence in yourself to be a tough ass motherfucker who is not going to give up. There's that. But when you're looking to become more strategic, to become more responsive, to step ahead so that with intentionality, so that you have a different pathway and you end up in a different end point. Pause and reflect for a moment on, okay, what did I do that got me here? Where is it that I want to go? All right, this time now when I stand up, I'm going to remember those pearls of wisdom, not use them as cop-outs or excuses or fear factor to not take action, but to actually spin them in a new way where I can use them as tools to now build myself a brand new something, whatever that looks like for you, okay? Remembering, like, I'm a hard-ass, tough motherfucker, and I will freaking <laughs> step on your throat if I need to, if you are in my way, but I'm building this in a different capacity, okay? I'm resting, I'm reflecting, I'm recovering, I'm resetting myself, and I'm restarting, okay? So that you can lift yourself and you're not going to be constantly like burning, burning yourself out and fatiguing yourself out. Does that make sense? So we have a bunch of different coaching concepts which are fueling into that power of choice. But the takeaway point is this. You are always in the driver's seat. Okay, when it comes to choice, you may not like the consequences of said choice, but you still always have a choice. All right, so last little point here. If you have a piece of paper, let's go ahead and take this out. Draw for yourself a triangle on this piece of paper. Okay, just like an uh, equal triangle. (laughs) What do they call that? (laughs) Not equilibrium, whatever. All the angles are equal. And if you would, draw a line 
we're gonna divide this into percentages. I want 15% and an 85%. So draw a line near the top of the triangle from left to right, dividing out which would, would be like the top 15% portion of that triangle and then the bottom is 85%, okay? This is, this is the success triangle. This was shown to me by one of my coaches years ago, all right? And what this actually represents is people's mindsets and or action steps when it comes to decision, okay? Decision and making moves. How about that, okay? Now, this is what this looks like. 85% of the population, okay, the lower base of this particular triangle, these are the individuals who when you tell them that you're going to be doing a new goal, maybe you find yourself in here from time to time, these are going to be the individuals, and maybe this is even yourself, who flat out are going to tell you that you can't do that. Again, that might even be you in this lower 85%, okay? But in this 85%, there's also a mixture of people who have to have created something before they will commit. They have to have the money. They have to have the time. They have to have all the stars lining up. They have to have the buy-in of other people. They have to have, have to have, have to have all these other things set before they're willing to make a commitment. So that 85%, their lethal mistake, okay, hear me out here, is that they actually have to create something first before they commit. So they create first, they create a commit second. Whereas the top 15%, and this applies to any area, this is financial, this is athletic performance, this is sales, this is artistry, this is relationship, this is anything. The top 15% of any area, venture, mission, goal, whatever, personally or professionally, these individuals are structured completely different. And I guarantee you that at some point in your life, you have actually been in this top 15%. And the difference is this. Remember, the 85%, they have to have something first. They have to create something first before they actually commit. The people who are in the top 15%, they actually commit first and create second. The commitment comes before the how-to. The commitment comes before you have the money, before you have the plan, before you have the network, before you have the support, before you have the time, before all the stars line up in Mercury's rising house, before you do this, okay? The commitment comes first. When it comes to your goal, your mission, your venture, look at this triangle right now. And as we close out on what is today, this is the 21st of May, 2021. We are closing out on this iron versus iron coaching, which is the power of choice. Remember, you are always in the driver's seat. What is your goal? What are your top three goals for the remainder of the year? Take a look at this triangle and you decide where the fuck you want to be. You're either going to be in the top 15% where you commit with both cheeks of your ass. You're all in, not half-assed. You're all in. The commitment is there. The creation is second. Or you're going excuse me, to choose to remain in the 85% of the individuals who stay stuck, stay stagnant, stay negative, who have to have something before they're willing to put the commitment on the plate. Okay, the choice is always up to you. Choose powerfully. 
This has been Nicole DeVincentis on the Transformation Gold Podcast. Thank you for having me. It feels awesome as shit to be back. (laughs) Stay tuned for our upcoming mid-year check-in, which will be launching midway into June. Let's put a date on it. It's going to be June the 20th. We're going to have live coaching calls um, nationwide launching that evening at 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, Details will be listed up on our website, transformationgold.org. Let's make it a great day and get out there and kick some ass. Love you guys. Bye.